You're listening to Pombo and Peter's Picks, the home of your favorite sports betting podcast, presented by The Daily Goat. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pombo and Peter's Picks. I'm Jason Pombo, joined as always by Peter Alves. Peter, talking to you earlier in the week. How we doing? Yeah, Pombo and Peter's Picks on a Tuesday. That's Bo Sox Day, even though it's not. Before we start, rip to Doyle Brunson, greatest of all time. Rip to who? Doyle Brunson, the greatest poker player of all time. I don't even know who that is. Poker did player, grandfather. Yeah, he did. He was playing poker when there were guns at the table. Wow. So, so you still watch the world? You must. You must still watch the World Series of Poker. Yeah, I never watch. I mean, I don't really. I know you're a poker guy. I'm not really a poker guy. The only poker I get is watching you play. <laughs> That's it. Well, grandfather Dolly over there. Yeah. Who's your favorite poker player? Well, probably Phil Hellmuth. If you want to go down a rabbit hole, you can just look up all of his like flip outs and stuff. Whenever he loses, he's a big crybaby and then he drops the F bomb all the time. And everyone's like, bro, you're worth like tens and tens of millions of dollars. And you still do that. And he's like, Yeah. Wow. And we discovered the poker the World Series pokers at the Aria. Did we discover that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Was it the same room you were playing in? Uh, some of them are. Yeah. See, that's my dream, just to go in like July, August. Just play on one of those. I don't have money like that, but. How about October, Peter? Will October do? Yeah, in round two. You know, Get you know. The ice bucket's ready. Ice bucket's a Spider-Man. The ice bucket's a Spider-Man. Hell yeah, Peter. Let's get right into it. NFL schedule release day happened last Thursday. Uh, we weren't able to talk about it when we released last week's episode. Uh, we were able to dabble a little bit into it about some of the games that were leaked out. But now we have the full schedule out weeks one uh, through 18 with all the NFL teams. Peter, probably a good way to start off is to discuss the NFL's kickoff game. This one caught me a little bit by surprise. The Lions, the Detroit Lions are heading to Kansas City to take on the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. That will be the opening Thursday night game. Uh, other games headlined for that. The Sunday night football game in week one is Cowboys at Giants. Shocker. And then, shocker, exactly. The Monday night football game that week is Josh Allen and the Bills take on the new look New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, also, we should definitely mention that Tom Brady is going to get his he's going to get his own ceremony in New England as the Eagles head to New England to take on the Patriots. Those are probably the four biggest games of week one. So before we get into anything further, Peter, uh, what do you think of the week one slate and Honestly, what do you think of the Lions getting that nod for uh, the kickoff game? Well, I mean, the Lions are like top five in the uh, NFC to win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, get your Lions crack going already. And here you go, Carr. I know you're not going to listen. I mean, when you drop Will Levis, you're ultimately a uh, top franchise anyway. So, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, no, I mean, yeah, everyone's just drinking the Lions Kool-Aid. And just in case they're terrible. Later, and I was like, Oh, that's cool. No one must be hyped. He probably is. I was surprised by the spot because I understand the Lions are a fun team, they just missed out on the playoffs last season. Um, but still, I thought there were some better potential matchups. I thought even like Chiefs Chargers would have been fun. Uh, I thought there were a couple different matchups that would have been cool. Uh, and I don't know, the Lions to me, I know Vegas loves them. We talked about it all last year during Hard Knocks. And like you said, they're probably going to be a top five team in the NFC. But 
would it really surprise anyone if the Lions ended up struggling and they ended up with like six or seven wins? Because I don't think that would totally shock me. Uh, another thing that I think why the NFL wanted this game here is I think they want an offensive display. Uh, the Chiefs are going to put up points. The Lions are going to put up points. And the Lions have no defense. Or last year they had no defense. So I think you're going to look at a shootout. It's going to be a game that's played in the high 30s or uh, who even knows, high 20s. So I think that's part of the reason why they wanted to do that. Uh, what do you think about the Tom Brady ceremony week one for the Patriots Eagles, Peter? Were you surprised uh, that's going to happen week one? Yeah, because I, I thought that they were just going to wait until. Well, are they going to bring him back every single time? Like they're going to retire his number and bring him back? They're yeah, gonna I don't know. The Patriots yeah. Hall of Fame, they're going to bring him back, and then when he makes the Hall of Fame, they're going to bring him back. I thought they're going to just do like wait until he's in the Hall of Fame, maybe, or like wait until they retire his number, or like wait until his statue is like. Well, exactly. Right. Nobody knows. Is this a retirement? Is this a Jersey retirement? Is this just a wave to the crowd? Like nobody knows exactly what this ceremony is going to. You see all the rumors. He's gonna be. He's gonna be back week one. He's gonna come out of the tunnel. Yep, it's all a conspiracy theory. It's all a conspiracy. Uh, honestly, I was not terribly surprised. Uh, on one half, one part of me is super pumped, super excited to be at that game and get ready for that game. I'm going to be all in the fields, Peter. Uh, part of me was also oh, hoping... I'm going to that game, right? Screw you, TJ. I know you're not listening either. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, Peter. That one is likely going to be me and my dad. I, I wouldn't... Uh, oh, rip to Justin. Holy oh, God. Justin, totally done. I'm such a bigger Brady fan than he is. It's not even up for debate. Um, I was hoping they'd have like a Brady night, a, a day where there isn't a game, uh, whether it was late this summer or something like that. I guess they had it with Larry Bird in the 80s. They had like a Larry Bird night. They sold out the garden and they had like a two-hour thing. They had different guys do speeches. They had like video montages and that sort of thing. I think that would have been a cooler experience because are they going to try to fit this Brady thing in at halftime? Are they going to fit it in during pregame? You know, there's who knows how it's necessarily going to go. Is it going to feel rushed? Especially if it's halftime, you know? Um, it's 12 minutes. So uh, who exactly knows how it's going to go? But I'm excited to see it, and I'm curious to see what is going to happen. Like, like you just said, is it retirement of a jersey statue? Is it? Is he going to be? I don't think he's going to. It's probably not going to be a statue, right? Because it's probably going to be Belichick and like Brady, just like. Yeah, I don't think it's a statue. statue. I bet you it's jersey retirement. That would be my guess. And I don't think he's going to get like waived to an automatic like Patriots Hall of Fame bid. Like you have to wait. I think it's three. I think it's three years, four years, whatever it is. So I, I think he's going to have to wait for that. Uh, no, so they're not doing know. the Bresky thing either for the Hall of Fame. No, right? no, no, they're not. Nope. Uh, and moving forward with the schedule here, Peter. Uh, Thanksgiving games. We love the Thanksgiving Day parlay. Uh, these are the Thanksgiving Day games, Peter. Packers at Lions. Commanders at Cowboys. And then 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks, Peter. What do you think of those slate of games? Yeah, I get it. Got to have the Lions. You always got to have the Cowboys. That's A. I mean, th those games are going to be garbage on paper right now and we negative whatever 49ers seahawks is gonna be amazing assume that's sunday football game yeah that's I mean, thursday night game yep yeah i mean it doesn't i mean the packers lions like that's a classic matchup but like there's not the pizzazz i don't want to see jordan love at like one o'clock probably eat food and yeah, then the cowboys think, destroy yeah. the commanders when i'm like digesting food this is an underwhelming thanksgiving day slate i agree with you uh, look at the quarterbacks uh, during this day, right? If healthy, of course. 
Jordan Love, Jared Goff. Sam Howell, Dak Prescott. Brock Purdy, Geno Smith. You know, I mean, you don't really have that necessary star power. There's a lot of unknowns. Uh, like, I know a lot of people are high on the Lions, but I still don't know. The Packers are a true wild card. The Commanders, I would imagine, are going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. The Cowboys should be one of the NFC top teams. Uh, the Niners, they should be very good. And the Seattle Seahawks, I know everyone was happy about their run last year, but is Geno Smith going to be able to do that twice? I'm not necessarily convinced. So I'm underwhelmed by the, the matchups, Peter. I'm very underwhelmed. But, Peter, this leads me to my next point. The Christmas Day games are better than Thanksgiving Day games. Uh, the NFL's Christmas Day slate is Raiders at Chiefs, Giants at Eagles, Ravens at Niners. That is much better than the Thanksgiving Day games, in my opinion. No, it definitely is. And uh, Raiders-Chiefs is on Nickelodeon. That's a Nickelodeon game. Everybody go watch Nickelodeon. You always love Patrick Mahomes getting slimed. But no, you are right. I mean, it, it is way better, probably by a million of the Thanksgiving slate. Assuming that, yeah. like, everyone stays healthy. But, like, even if they don't, like, it's still amazing. Even if they don't, everyone stay. Even if not everyone stays healthy. You have two big division matchups, right? In Giants-Eagles, uh, Raiders-Chiefs. You have Ravens-49ers that, look, Lamar Jackson's a superstar in this league. He's going to play uh, arguably the best defense in the NFL in the 49ers. Uh, I think this game, I think this slate of games is going to Probably be much better than Thanksgiving slate of games. The NFL also has a Black Friday game. We discussed that last week. Um, that's the Jets and the Dolphins. And remember, I was pissed about the three o'clock start time. Yeah, that's two his uh, funeral. Stupid three o'clock. Like it should be at night. I, I hate that. I, I'm very annoyed by that, but whatever. Uh I'll digress here. So, Peter, let's talk five most anticipated games of the NFL season. Um division matchups can be included. Whatever you want to include, give it to me, Peter. We can go one by one here if you want to lead off here. One or five? Uh, I'll let you choose. Bottom or top? All right. Bottom, number five, Houston versus Carolina. And I don't buy that report that Andy Dalton's going to start week one. Bryce Young versus CJ Stroud. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. Uh, my number five, this one is a little unique, but I'm excited for the Germany game. Patriots-Colts. Uh, the atmosphere in Germany was crazy last year. I'm excited to see that again. I heard the ticket prices for that were very Super Bowl esque, so I think no, the environment's going to make nuts. an appearance in Germany. You know, no, unfortunately not. But that'd absolutely be something that I'd be willing to do in the future. So, yeah, that's my number five. And that is my number four, just because of the Germany. Well, ooh, I like that, Peter. Uh, I'm glad you're on the the Germany wave like I am. Hey, you know, it's just it's just that good. Uh, number four for me, it's going to be the Jets and the Bills. Uh, look, Jets, Bills, Aaron Rodgers taking on Josh Allen, now division rivals in the AFC East. Uh, are the Jets legit? Are they going to play up to expectations? Are they going to take the AFC East crown away from Josh Allen and the Bills? That's something that I'm excited to see. That's a storyline that I think is going to turn a lot of heads this NFL season. Uh, are the Jets for real? I think we're going to be talking a lot about them this year. Uh, are they going to exceed expectations? Are they going to fall short? How are the New York Jets going to look like with Aaron Rodgers? That's my number four. Well, it leads me into number three, week five, Broncos versus Jets. Nathaniel Hackett revenge game. See if the Broncos made the right decision of picking Russell Wilson over Aaron Rodgers. Because obviously they, they had it all lined up for Aaron Rodgers to go there last year, and obviously it didn't happen. Uh, my number, what am I, number three, right? Yeah. 
Number three, I'm going to go Chiefs Chargers. We get it twice a year, of course. Feels like these matchups are always great. Feels like they split a lot of the time and they just end up being great games. Uh, those are the two games I'm looking forward to. Chiefs, Chargers. My Chargers. Holy crap, that schedule. Holy crap. Good luck, Herbert and uh, Staley. Yep. If he lasts. Oh my God. All right. Number two, uh, Kansas City versus Philly, week 11, Super Bowl matchup from last year. Should be some, it's got to be Sunday Night Football, yeah. I don't even know. But... It probably is. If not, yeah. it's probably the Fox game of the week or whatever. My number two, Eagles 49ers, week 13 on December 3rd. It's a rematch of the NFC title game. We saw Brock Purdy, of course, leave that game with an injury. Hopefully he's healthy and we're able to get see that matchup with a healthy Brock Purdy. I think that's one that I'm looking forward to late in the year with probably NFC seed uh, things on the line. And number one, Kansas City versus the Bengals in New Year's. Obviously, uh, Mahomes beat Burrow for the first time last year, and let's see if it's just a fluke. Uh, I think that they're number one and two in the quarterback ranking. So. And everyone's going to watch it because that's going to be the fancy matchup. Yes, that's mine too. Uh, how can you not have that one? Uh, we've seen this matchup now countless times. I was a little disappointed, like I said last week, that the matchup was going to be this late in the year. I was hoping it would be a little earlier, like between week 10, week 12, week 13, something like that. Uh, we didn't get that, but you have any honorable mentions? I have one. Um, Actually, I, I have two. I have two. Good. Good. Uh, Jaguars Chiefs, uh, week two in September 17th. Uh, that's one that we get a rematch of that great playoff matchup. Everyone is likely picking the Jaguars to win the AFC South. Uh, are they going to be able to take another leap and be real legit contenders in the AFC this season? We're going to be able to see that early. Uh, my last honorable mention, of course, Peter, week six, Patriots Raiders. Duh. Nice. That was obvious, Peter. How could you sure not have that. that one? I know, right? You overthought that. It's true. I forgot about the Nickelodeon game, too. That would have been number five. You like the Nickelodeon games, huh? I love the Nickelodeon game. Fun. You don't, you don't like Spongebob, like, uh, explain plays? Well, like, last year, I remember last year was the Broncos. They were losing to, who were they losing to? The Rams. They were losing, like, 49-3, to three and Russell Wilson was just sitting there on the bench, like, getting slimed and stuff. Like, that yeah, was right, a... Rightfully so, man. It's a unique uh, experience on Nickelodeon. Also, uh, I was just reading before we started recording. Peacock is going to have a playoff this a playoff game this year. Uh, I think it's going to be in the wild card round. So, are you four streaming services getting in playoff games and that sort of thing? Of course, Prime has the Thursday night package. Yeah, I mean that's just another hurdle to either buy. I, I buy Amazon Prime just for that, but yeah, it's kind of annoying. But it's all right. I mean, I'll still buy it. I don't have Peacock, so that's the one. Uh, probably have to that's buy TJ for the login. Oh yeah, of course. I have used his Peacock before to watch some but wrestling. This is WrestleMania, so correct. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Looks like we'll have to watch that one. With or Dylan, we'll oh, probably do that. Or Corey. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Anyone that likes wrestling probably watches uh, Peacock. I, I don't. I don't even know what's on Peacock to be honest with you. Oh, the isn't the Office on the Peacock? Office. Yeah, because yeah, it was on Netflix, but I think it got switched over to the Office. All right, Peter, any other NFL schedule takeaways? I'm pumped for the season. I'm pumped for our our yearly win-loss predictions or win totals. Uh, I think we didn't do so hot last year, but I don't remember. I don't know. I'll go through them when it gets closer. I thought we did. Didn't we do that? 
We did it last year. Didn't we? Oh, wait, did we do it? Oh, we might have done it in the offseason. We did. No, I think yeah. we did. We definitely yeah, did. we did it between the Super Bowl and the... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's when we did it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited for that. That's a lot of fun. Uh, I got to find my Atlanta Falcons, Peter. It's I true. That's going to be. I, actually, I have a couple couple teams in mind. But I don't know. I don't even know what the totals are. I only know the Patriots total. That's the only one I know off the top of my head. What so is it? I know. Seven and a half. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's the only, that's the only one I know. And I think, yeah, interesting is right. We will get into that in a couple months. But all right, Peter, you ready to switch gears to NBA? And again, this is the second year in a row, Peter. Uh, when we break down these uh, Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals, we brought in Dave Babb last year, who was a Miami Heat fan. And sure enough, somehow the Miami Heat ended up as an eight seed. Made the playoffs, won a couple rounds, and here they are again in the East Finals. We're going to have Dave on. How's that Jimmy sound? Jimmy Buckin. All right, Peter, and without further ado, we're going to have Dave Babb, who is the president of the Miami Heat fan club around here anyway. I think he's probably the president of the fan club. I don't know any other Miami Heat fan. Do you, Peter? No, I don't. Yeah, Dave, you're, you're one. I feel like everyone else jumped ship when LeBron left. Yep, that's probably true. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah. LeBron left. That's what everyone did. No, they all went to Golden State after that. Yeah, we had some <laughs> dark days after LeBron left, but we're back, baby. Yeah, Eric Spolster never left. Three out of the four yeah. years. Like, yeah. I know, yeah. yeah. So we'll get into the, the Celtics-Heat uh, Eastern Conference Finals matchup in a couple minutes. But first, let's sort of recap a little bit. Um, as the second round of the East and West Conference Finals ended, uh, the Celtics, of course, defeated the Philadelphia 76ers in seven games. Uh, in dramatic fashion, Jason Tatum dropped 51 points. It was the most points uh, in NBA history from a Game 7 performance. Uh, so, Peter, I remember last week when we recorded, the Celtics were down 3-2. Uh, and I think we told everyone, we were like, bet the Celtics, this thing's going 7, and the Celtics are going to win. Uh, we pretty much nailed that one. So, did you bet on the? I don't know. I no, I did not, because I didn't want to curse them. Yeah, same yeah, here. I, but, yeah, I mean, Jason Tatum obviously went off. Uh, game Game 6. I mean, obviously, the uh, fourth quarter, he showed up, but, like, three and a half quarters, he was uh, dead. But good for Tatum. And then uh, 76ers, holy crap, blowed up. Yeah, exactly. Jason Tatum finally scored a basket in the first quarter. I know, right? Only Tatum took now, him four games. Yeah, Tatum has scored oh, 70 really? points now. He scored 70 points in the last four quarters. So, hopefully he didn't use that off uh, in the second round. Hopefully he's got some buckets left in the next round. So, I think we all, I mean, most of us, it feels like, Social media, everything else. Once the Celtics forced a game seven, I feel like the writing was on the wall for a 76ers collapse, and that was absolutely what happened. Uh, so what's next for the 76ers? Peter, what do you think? Do you think Doc Bowed Rivers up. or Harden's yeah, on the up. move? Vote up. Uh, Harden, see ya. I mean, if they just bring back the whole team, like, they can't beat the Celtics, and I don't think they'll beat the Bucks or even the Heat, if, for that matter. But, like, I don't know. They're just, they're just running out the same team, and the process is over. Process has expired. Yeah. Dave, what do you think? Should uh, Doc Rivers get the boot? Yeah, I think Doc Rivers should get fired. And I think James Harden's going to go to Houston where he won't have expectations. They won't have expectations. He can go to as many nightclubs as he wants, or strip clubs, rather. Um, score as many points and win as little games as he needs to. Yeah, it, it feels like James Harden's his reputation took more of a hit than I think anyone in this series. Doc Rivers, who it feels like his reputation has been in the toilet for the last, I don't know, half a decade or so. 
Uh, and it, it feels like it's been so long since he actually hoisted a banner in 2008. Uh, we've seen his Clippers teams collapse. We've seen his Sixers teams collapse. And in the past couple weeks in the NBA, there's been a coaching purge. Uh, we've, Peter, we've talked about Mike Budenholzer in Milwaukee. Monty Williams, who we'll get into, got fired from Phoenix. Uh, Nick Nurse, of course, was fired a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and those are some good coaches that were on the move. Uh, and Doc Rivers uh, has not been able to elevate this team. Uh, and James Harden quit on him. Uh, it feels like Joel Embiid, he was gassed late in these games. Uh, and again, I'm not saying coaching was the reason why they fell short. Um, but I, I do think they probably need a shakeup of at that. I don't think Doc Rivers is a bad coach, but I just don't think he's good enough to elevate that team anymore. I think they need a, a little bit of a roster overhaul. You know, if they can find a team to take Tobias Harris's contract, that would be great. If they can uh, harden, like like Dave said, Houston feels like makes all the sense in the world for him. Uh, and if I'm Philadelphia, I do everything to get Damian Lillard from Portland. That's what I do. I'm curious on your guys' opinion on if you think Joel's like had enough of in Philly, I don't think he's well enough. I mean, enough. he hasn't won anything though. He hasn't even made yeah. out of second round, right? No, but I mean, he's he's going to be thirty years old next year as well. So does that fully lay on him, or does that lay on the whole contingency of Ben Simmons, then James Harden, Doc Rivers, who none of them have any so, uh, form of playoff success? So you're saying he's been surrounded by losers, so he's been brought down by them. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's necessarily like a certified winner, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's not the sole reason for them losing all these series. No, and if anything, we all know what kind of year he had. But I do think there comes a point where the blame will fall on him. Uh, like this year, he's going to get a pass. Everyone's going to say James Harden, Doc Rivers. This year, he gets a pass. Now, next year, Philadelphia comes with a a revamped roster. Let's say they add another star or a semi-star, whatever you want to call it, uh, and they still fall short. Uh, I do think the blame and the heat is going to get turned up on him uh, because he is sort of that last pillar in Philadelphia from uh, the, quote, trust the process era. Uh, He's pretty much the last guy standing at this point. Uh, He's an MVP now, uh, and I do think everybody's restless down there in Philadelphia, and if he wants to be considered a winner, he needs to get to a conference finals. He needs to give his team a chance. And I don't think he's in great shape. I think that's something that can he can be criticized for. I'm not saying he was in like the worst shape, because uh, I think Harden's just fat. I don't think Embiid's like fat. Uh, I just think he was sort of gassed uh, at the end of the series. And I think we saw that last year, year before. Uh, if he can get himself in better shape, if they can surround him, uh, get him more support, uh, that would be great. But I didn't like his post-game comment. He was like, oh, um, you know, me and James uh, can't carry the whole load. And he said that sort of thing. Uh, and Harden scored, I think, what, nine points in Game 7? And Bede was held to 15. Uh, and I think they were the reason, one of the reasons why they lost Game 7 uh, is because they were just not making shots. They weren't playing good defensively. And uh, I think some of their role players showed up. P.J. Tucker showed up for once. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, I think he had a good series. Uh, and I like Tyrese Maxey as a player. I think he's a good player. Uh, and Tobias Harris, he's hit or miss. But I, I do think Philadelphia needs more, and MB does need to be more accountable going into next year. Any other 76ers thoughts before we kind of switch gears and go to uh, Dave's Heat as they advanced uh, to these finals and they beat the Knicks? I want to say and... something about the whole of Philly. Sure. Hit I it. don't really have a leg to stand on because my Niners lost to them. But fake game. 
yada yada. <laughs> Philly's such a city of losers. It's unreal. Their MLS team lost in the finals. The Eagles lost in the Super Bowl. The Phillies lost in the World Series. And now the Sixers can't make it out of the second again. What a bunch of fucking losers. After having a 3-2 series lead. Yeah. About their flyers are terrible. Yeah, that's yeah, true. them too. What did they have? Like a 40-point decrease year to year? Something Probably like that. something like that. Another trash. Trash. And it's the 76ers, in my opinion, are just a, they're a trash organization. I mean, you look at like what they've missed out on. They could look. They could have had Jason Tatum. They could. They had Jimmy Butler. They chose Tobias Harris over Butler. Um, you look at all the other guys they passed on. Drafting Ben Simmons first overall, passing on guys like Jalen Brown, Jamal Murray, whatever it may be. Uh, they drafted Julia Okafor high, Nerlens Noel high. You know, they just Michael Carter Williams. Michael high. Carter Williams, like everything they could do to mess up. They messed up. And even when they brought in a guy like Jimmy Butler, who, again, if they would have picked him over Tobias Harris, I think the 76ers team would have been much better off. And I think they probably would have been to an East Finals by now. And it would have been the Heat. Blew that. Yeah, exactly. They probably would have been in the, sim- the similar situation as the Heat. Uh, and they just messed up on every step of the way. It's actually, it's going to look go. There's going to be like an E60 on this about how the process went wrong. Like, they went wrong on every step. They got one player out of tanking for 10 years. Literally one player. Like, Ben Simmons was good for half a minute, and now he doesn't look like he belongs in the league. You know, like, Nerlens Noel, Hokafer, like I said, it's just it's just been a mess. If you're a 76ers fan, I don't even I don't even know what I want anymore. I'm just <laughs> I'm just dead inside. But let's so move true, on. Though, like, you want to blow it up, but, like, you, you saw what happened. What are you going to blow it up for? You already you already blew it up and you sucked for ten years and now you got to build with Embiid. You have to pair him with another star. That's what you need to do. You have to get a guy like Lillard. I don't know who else could maybe Kawhi. Get, maybe if you can get Kawhi, if maybe Middleton leaks free in Milwaukee. I I don't know something like that. It's you need something like preferably a guard that has like balls. Uh, I think that's what they need. And Damian Lillard to me is the guy that I keep coming back to. He just fits the bill, but. We will see. All right, Dave, your Miami Heat advanced to the East Finals, like we said before. They beat the New York Knicks in six games. Uh, the Heat are the second eight seed in NBA history to advance the East Finals. So, Dave, uh, let's pretend you had a lie detector test. How far did you think this Heat team was going to go at the start of the playoffs? Um, so after they lost to the Hawks in the first playing game, I just said they should lose against the Bulls and take the lottery pick. Wow. Because... All year, the Heat just did not look like a good team. And then they spanked, I think, the Bulls. I think they won by like 20 points or something like that. Then I was like, okay, maybe they can shake stuff up because they've played the Bucks well, super well since Jimmy Butler's been there, except for that one playoff series in 21. Um, so after that first game, I was like, oh, this team's going to win this series. And they did do that. I was kind of shaky about the Knicks, but at the same time, it's the Knicks. They're also a bunch of losers. Losing, so, yeah, yeah. I was like 60-40 on the Heat winning that series, but obviously they pulled it out. So More importantly, do you have a ticket anywhere? No, I don't. Uh, I should have, though. At this point now, it's like I can't mess with what's not broken, yeah, even okay. if it will help me. 
I don't blame you. I'll, I'll tell you what. I thought, Peter, I remember when we were predicting uh, the play-in tournament games. I told you the Heat were going to blow out the Hawks by 35 points. I remember I told yeah. you, I was like, the Hawks are complete scrubs. Like, they don't belong here. Trey Young doesn't play defense, this and that. Um, and then when they lost, I was shocked. Like, I was completely shocked. And then I think I picked the Bulls to actually beat the Heat. Uh, and they almost did. The Bulls were in that game for a while. Like Dave said, the Heat pulled it out. Uh, and then, look, Giannis goes down and everything kind of went entire hero went down. We, we both said that they had no chance. No yeah, chance. exactly. Once, yeah, and Hero, he broke his wrist, uh, like Peter said, and we called it a huge loss. We said it was a bigger blow than, like, the Bucks losing Giannis because we felt that the Bucks supporting cast would actually be there because we thought they were the best team in the NBA, and we were we were yep, totally I, wrong. I agree with that. Yeah, totally wrong, and um, let's focus on the New York Knicks for a second. They did overachieve this season, uh, getting to that five seed, right? Uh, won a playoff round against the Cleveland Cavs. Uh, they were a team that had moderately low expectations. Uh, addressed, they signed Jalen Brunson in the offseason. I wasn't a big Jalen Brunson guy. Uh, I thought he wouldn't necessarily be worth max money. I couldn't have been more wrong. He changed that team so quickly. It was a great addition, uh, and now he's the face of the Knicks. But I do think the Knicks do need to address some things in the offseason. I would look by moving on from Julius Randle. Uh, I look, I know he was a third team all NBA this year. I get that, but he quit in a bunch of games this year in big moments. And I would try to move him. Uh, I also wouldn't be opposed if they wanted to move a guy like RJ Barrett. I think the Knicks are going to have to kind of look, they need to do something relatively big if they want to be true contenders in the East this season, uh, East next season, I should say. But look, they have a great start in Jalen Brunson. He's a good player. And I was totally wrong about that. Realistically, who would want Barrett though? He's due yeah. like and eighty he can't million. Shoot. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. Um, if you could convince a team like Minnesota to say like, "Hey, the double big lineup isn't going to work. It's not 1996 anymore." Uh, what about the Cavs? So they get a forward, don't they? Um, I mean, do you have. So I what feel would... like you're better off just rolling the dice with. Isaac Okoro or any other three that you can plug in so, rather than paying another 25 million. So Peter, dude. if they, the Cavs that you just mentioned, like who would you want the Knicks to get in return then? They're not going to get Mitchell. That is not. That yeah. I don't, course. I don't know. Like Mobley. No Mitchell. No Garland. No, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I don't... That's what I said. Minnesota. Maybe if Minnesota's finally sick of Carl Anthony towns, maybe that could work. You could package like Randall and Barrett. Something like that, maybe. I know I've seen Bradley Beal's name come up in rumors, uh, but I know the Wizards gave him, of course, that super max last year. And Beal, I think he's going to be on the wrong age of thir- wrong side of thirty. Uh, would the Knicks be willing to take on a guy like Bradley Beal? It's clear the Knicks need shooting. They weren't able to shoot at all in this series. Jalen Brunson was, but that was about it. Uh, I thought the Knicks should have gave a little bit more time to Evan Fournier this playoff run. He barely played at all. He can shoot, not saying he can defend, but he can at least get some shots. And the Knicks could not make a shot to save their lives in this Heat series. So I think they need some shooters. I think that's what I would try to do. Jordan Poole is an interesting name. Uh, if the Warriors kind of look to retool, he's his stock couldn't be lower right now. I'm not a Jordan Poole guy, but we've seen him shoot at times. That could make a little bit sense. Julius Randle needs a new change of scenery. Jordan Poole does as well. I could see something like that. All right, uh, let's move on to 
the Western Conference. Uh, the Lakers, Peter. The Lakers, who you have a ticket for. Uh, advanced to the Western Conference Finals after beating the Warriors in six games. LeBron James beats Stephen Curry. Uh, gets a little bit of revenge. Uh, so what do we think about the Lakers beating the Warriors, Peter? You must be happy your ticket's still alive. Scripted. Yeah, I need to win four more games. I don't even need to win a whole championship. Just four more. But, yeah, I mean, the Warriors, other than Steph Curry didn't show up yesterday or Monday when we record, or Sunday when we record this or whenever that was. Man, Jordan Poole looks dead. Draymond Green, holy crap. Clay Thompson's going to hit a shot for his life. Andrew Wiggins, holy crap. And then, I mean, LeBron didn't even take any game over. And hats off to Anthony Davis, too, for actually playing. I, I don't think it was going to be 100%. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that standpoint. It's been a it was a huge Anthony Davis series. The Lakers defended really well, and uh, I didn't think this Warriors team had the same feel as it had in previous years. Look, they were so bad on the road this year. They snuck into the playoffs. They barely avoided the play-in tournament. Uh, I did pick the Warriors in seven, but as the series sort of started to unfold, it was clear the Lakers were the better team. They were the hotter team, and. The Warriors could only go so far. Uh, Clay Thompson had a really rough game six. Uh, I thought the Warriors could force a game seven. They couldn't. They came up just short. And I imagine the Warriors are going to move on from a guy like Draymond Green. Uh, and I think they're going to look to retool. Despite the fact that Draymond Green said otherwise uh, in his podcast that he recorded after the series. Uh, I just think this Warriors kind of era, it's expiring a little bit. It needs to be a little bit shaken up. They did it a couple years ago when they brought in a guy like Andrew Wiggins, uh, and it really helped them. Uh, I could see them doing something similar and replacing Draymond Green with somebody else or replacing Jordan Poole with somebody else. Uh, Dave, I know you're a big Braun guy, so you probably weren't surprised that the Lakers won. I was a little surprised, but I kind of expected it. The Lakers have been one of the best teams since the trade deadline. And just looking at their roster, it's like crazy how drastically their team is different from opening day because some of the trades they made it's like i don't know why these other teams agree to it like getting um vanderbilt and someone else for westbrook in a pick or two it's like those are good players that they got for um rudy gobert and it's like i get the jazz shouldn't have won anything this year but you're giving up good young players for nothing yeah, that was the one that really I, I was scratching my head on that one. The Vanderbilt one. That would that made no sense. You know, young affordable talent. Utah, of course, is in rebuilding, like you just said. And the Jazz ended up waving Russell Westbrook anyway. So it didn't really make too much sense. I understand from the perspective of tanking, clearing space, all that sort of thing. But I, I was with you on that point. And look, you look at the Lake you look at the Lakers bench. Dennis Schroeder, he's at his moments. Um Austin Reeves has kind of burst on the scene. Austin Reeves is going to get paid. He, exactly. Kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, and look, Anthony Davis, he's been a force. Uh, he's been able to stay healthy to this point. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's had some good games as well. Uh, and LeBron, he's been able to facilitate, score, pass the ball. He's been doing a phenomenal job, not necessarily taking games over, but doing enough to put his team in the position to succeed and to win. Uh, and to me, this Lakers team, like like Dave just said, has been hot since they've really revamped their roster. Uh, and look, it's not the most talented roster, in my opinion. It has guys that are over the hill, has guys that are injury prone. But look, they've been able to stay healthy, stay the course, and they found themselves in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, so before we switch to that other matchup in the West, uh, 
what do we think the Warriors do in the offseason, Dave? Do you think they sort of look to retool? I think Draymond's a free agent, and I feel yes. like they might just let him walk. But doesn't I he have a they'll... player option, though? Yeah, I thought that might have been last year, but he might. Yeah. I don't know. If I'm them, I do whatever it takes to get rid of Clay Thompson because he's making thirty-ish mil a year. And if the like in Game Six, the Lakers were leaving him open to shoot threes. That's his bread and butter. That's a bad sign for him. Mm-hmm. I wonder where he would be a fit. And even last year, of course, he had well, a couple years ago he had that gruesome injury and it kept him out for so long. Even yeah. last year, he had some games in the playoffs, but I still didn't feel like he was his normal self. To me, anyway, I understand the Warriors won the finals and all that last year, but Steph Curry was, it was clearly the Steph Curry show. You know, maybe at the beginning of the Warriors dynasty, it was a little bit more of an equal sort of partnership, but towards the end of the Warriors dynasty, Steph Curry's clearly uh, been that guy for that team, and he's clearly been the number one scorer and all that sort of thing. Uh, but I, yep. I do think the Warriors need to retool. I think they need to reshape. Steve Kerr sort of alluded to that. They need to get better in some areas. Uh, they've had some higher draft picks in the years where they've had some injuries. Uh, who knows how that... Yeah, but those draft picks have turned into nothing. Exactly. Uh, Kaminga's so... still there, but they got rid of Wiseman for Gary Payton. Yeah, that's, think... that's bad. Yeah, and I thought Wiseman was going to be a decent player. I, I really did. That was not the case. Like, I feel like uh, they didn't even give him a chance. He was just... Buried in the G League. He must yeah. have been really bad. He must have been really bad, and they must have known he was really bad. I, I don't know about Kaminga. Maybe he still has a shot. Maybe the Warriors kind of let him get a little bit more of a feel for this season, uh, this upcoming season. Maybe they explore trading a guy like Andrew Wiggins, uh, who has played well. Maybe he has some value for another team uh, as a two-way player uh, that clearly has some grit. He has some balls. Um, but I, I do think the Warriors need to reshape. I, I think that's clear, and I do think they will because I, I think they're very clear about where they are as a franchise. Like, I don't think they're um, delusional about where they are. Like, Steve Kerr sort of said that, and I, I think the organization knows that. Um, all right, yeah. let's um, let's move. What's real up, quick on the Warriors. Colin Coward, so take it as a grain of salt. Uh, before Game 7, he was like, Oh, if the Celtics lose, they oh. should trade Jalen Brown for Wiggins and uh, Poole. Oh, my. I saw that. In principle, that wouldn't be an awful trade for either team. Oh, but, Dave. Oh. I would never do that. I, I don't trust Jordan look Poole. At a, if, yeah, if you take a more nuanced look at it, it's like, why would the Celtics ever do this? They give it up ever. their most yeah. consistent player for Andrew Wiggins, who's a better defender, but not half the offensive players, JB. And then Jordan Poole, one of the most incon- inconsistent offensive players in the league and doesn't play a lick of defense. Yeah, I so saw like, that. It, I couldn't, That's it made no sense to me. Yeah, I was if, like, why? If Jalen truly wants out of Boston and that's something the Warriors float, I could see it maybe being like, oh, maybe we could do this, but I don't see it ever happening. But I just thought it was like one of the more interesting things uh, Cowherd's ever said yeah same here even if the Celtics would have lost in, to the Sixers on Sunday I, yeah. I I still I I would Peter I said the same thing to you last week I roll it back with Tatum Brown and we'll do it all again yeah uh, and, I'm, I'm not trading one of them unless yeah and you know, I would only contract. do that if Jalen's like I'll re-sign with this max contract because I got all NBA but yeah. I'm not gonna play here yeah 
I don't foresee that happening. That all NBA was a big thing for him. Uh, yeah. He's going to now make, I think it's $295 million. So he'll sign that this summer, but you're right. He could sign it. And then two years later be like, I want out. Um, and his contract will stay attached to him to wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what the Warriors are going to do. Um, we were just talking about the Knicks. I mean, maybe there's a fit where the Knicks need shooting. Maybe they try to get a guy like Clay Thompson. I, I don't know. Uh, that would, that would be a real overhaul there. Uh you get a guy like, I don't know, RJ Barrett back and Randall. I don't know, something like that. That'd be interesting. Uh, let's talk Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets were the other team to advance to the Western Conference Finals. After they beat, after they beat the Suns in six games, uh, Nikola Jokic advances to the Western Conference Finals his first time since the bubble in 2020. Uh, and the Suns, who, of course, loaded up uh, during the season. They acquired Kevin Durant. Uh, they re-signed DeAndre Ayton last offseason. Uh, and... Look, they had a harsh reality this year. They underachieved, and head coach Monty Williams, like I said earlier, was fired. Uh, I was surprised by that. I really was. I think Monty Williams is one of the best coaches in the league. Uh, so, yeah, what what do we think about oh, – let's start with the Nuggets here before we get to the Suns. Uh, the Nuggets, of course, are the number one seed in the West. Uh, what do we think about the Nuggets? Do we think um, they should be taken seriously now? Because it feels like nobody talks about them ever. Yeah, Jamal Murray's that guy, and it shows that uh, when he's healthy, they're a top – what three team in the league? So, yeah, yeah hey, I hope you have your ticket. Nugget, I do not. I do not. Has anyone ever cared about the Nuggets? Jason no. has. Well, the I do because like... I like Jokic. I like Jokic, so I care about the Nuggets. But, but no, no, they but don't. Like, nobody talks about the Nuggets. You look at the ratings for series. Both rounds have been the lowest. It's like you have a top three player in the NBA. And then he was playing against KD and Devin Booker. And it's like, nobody gives a fuck. It's true. And honestly, I look at the Denver Nuggets. I look at Jokic, first of all. Him playing in Denver, nobody even knows who, I shouldn't say nobody knows who Jokic is, but a lot of people don't know who Jokic is. This guy went back-to-back MVP awards, almost won three in a row. Yeah. Like, he, he's a dominant force, and you could argue he's the best player in the NBA right now, and nobody knows who he is. And the Denver team's good. Like Peter said, Jamal Murray, uh, is I think he's one of the most underrated players in the league when he's healthy. Uh, Mike Malone's a great coach, and Denver was the best team in the West this year. And they just took out Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, I know he was hurt, DeAndre Ayton, and Monty Williams got fired, and Denver took care of him in six games. And nobody gives a crap. Like, nobody could, nobody cares about the Denver Nuggets at all. Uh, and like Dave just said, they were the lowest-rated team the last two rounds. That's not going to be the case. They're playing LeBron and the Lakers. I'm sure, the NBA is going to root hard for the Lakers. Oh, 100%. That, oh my oh, God! 100%. You watch. You watch how many times Davis goes to the line compared to Jokic. You watch. It's going to the discrepancy number is going to be like thirty to five. Well, they don't want Denver <laughs> in the finals. No, they yeah. do not. They do if, not like. If they get clear. a Denver Miami finals, oh my God, they're going to be so mad. Oh, they're going to be so mad. Oh, oh they actually, God. yeah. That would be worst case scenario for the MB for the NBA, and. I don't know. Like, well, I like the Nuggets. Pretty set, though. Like, like Heat or Celtics, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're they're gonna want the Celtics Lakers. I think that's oh clear. yeah right. Yeah. yeah yeah. But even then, the Miami th- side, you get an underdog story. You get the Jimmy Butler story. He's a star in this league. And you get the uh, twenty twenty rematch. Would exactly. that be the first eight seed to make the finals? I think I don't. I'm not hundred percent sure. I know they're the second eight seed to get to the East Finals, but I'm not sure how that team, the other team, fared. So I don't know about that, but look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were. Uh, 
it's not every day you see an eight seed get this far. And this NBA playoff run has been nuts. We've seen teams like the Lakers, who are a seven seed. They're in the West Finals. The Heat are an eight seed. You know, they're in the East Finals. And it feels like anyone can beat anyone on any given night. Uh, and I think that's a good thing for the NBA. Uh, let's switch to the Phoenix Suns here. Uh, Monty Williams, like I said, he's been fired. Uh, was anyone else surprised by that? Because I was, I was really shocked. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think it was his fault. Like, you're just playing with a deteriorated Chris Paul, and Jim Durant was healthy the whole year, and DeAndre Ayton sucked. Like, that's not your <laughs> fault. Well, he does. Come on. He didn't even play. Well, I know he's hurt, but. Yeah, I mean, Dave, what do you think? Were you surprised about Monty? That was the most shocking firing that happened this year, I think. Easily, I was shocked yeah. at Nick Nurse, too, but you look at, like, Coach Bud and stuff, it's like, Bucks fans wanted him gone when they won the ring. So I feel like that writing has been on the wall. But yeah, yeah, Monty Williams is a hell of a coach and I can see him just walking into Milwaukee. Yeah, that, that makes the most enjoying sense. Enjoying the next 10 years of his life. That makes the most sense. And he literally changed that Suns organization, Peter. Like we remember a couple years ago, nobody thought they'd get to the finals. They got to the finals. They were two games of winning the finals. Um you add Kevin Durant to the mix. Durant, I think, played 10 regular season games before the playoffs in his son's uniform. It wasn't many. It clearly had no chemistry. They were very limited um, on the bench. Chris Paul, of course, got hurt. And DeAndre Ayton, Peter, I told you last year, I don't think he wanted to be with the Suns. I don't think he wants to be there. I don't think Monty Williams likes him. I don't think Ayton likes Monty Williams. And I think that is a little bit of an unknown component that has probably been going on internally. But... Yeah, if you're the Suns, I'm extremely disappointed because, uh, like Dave just said, he's going to walk into Milwaukee or he's going to walk into whatever situation he wants to realistically, uh, and he's going to change that organization overnight. Um, and if I'm the Suns, what's next? You know, with Chris Paul, he's not getting any younger. Durant's not getting any younger. Do you want to keep DeAndre Ayton around? Devin Booker's a star, and they just they have a lot of question marks going forward. On paper, that team... Uh, really underachieved. They weren't even able to force a game seven, getting blown out in game six. You know, it's just blown out back-to-back years uh, in do-or-die games. That's a poor look. And I, I don't know. I'm just sh- shocked about how uh, this team has sort of unfolded the last couple of years. And Chris two things. Oh, oh, you can oh, go, Peter. No, it's your podcast. Oh. I insist. Thanks, man. No, I mean, as you said, like three weeks ago, Mayo Doka must be like killing himself right now. You could have the Suns drop, really? The Rockets, idiot. Or the Bucks. Then, uh, yeah, facts. And then to answer your question, uh, New York Knicks in 1999 made the finals. That's an eight Gotcha. I assume they, they lost. lost. Yeah, they lost, <laughs> I know uh, that. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> they lost to San Antonio. Um, back to Chris Paul, though. His contract's not guaranteed for next year, so I would assume Phoenix is just going to cut him. Yeah. If they don't need to pay money. dime of that. Yeah, I mean, he's been hurt. He's pushing 40 years old. He also he's hasn't the been same good. Guy. Yeah, he's not the same guy. And it's a shame because it feels like he's one of the good guys that just wasn't able to execute in the postseason. He's not going to win a ring uh, unless, I don't know, he goes, I don't know, wherever next year and he accepts a, a lower um, a lower role in the team. But He's going to go to the Lakers with LeBron. Probably They're good friends. So for 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 like two million dollars. Yep. Yeah, that'll probably how it's gonna go. But the Suns look—they have a new ownership down there. 
Um, and it, look, the owner has a, a lot of money in Phoenix. And I know for the new CBA and the NBA, there's different salary cap ramification that and that sort of thing. But he's going to try to surround Durant He's and uh, Booker. I, I do think the Suns are going to try to make the best of the situation. Maybe Mike Budenholzer ends up there. If I'm Nick Nurse, I really consider that because Nick Nurse has kind of been laying around. He's been quiet. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where uh, he's going to end up. I think he interviewed in Houston, but I haven't really heard about any other landing spots. I know Monty Williams has been really linked to the Bucks. Uh, that's been the first thing out of the gate. Uh, also, back to the Knicks here. If I'm the Knicks, I would fire Tibbs and I would bring in Monty Williams in a heartbeat. Oh, for sure. 90% of the coaches you should fire. Yeah, I mean, for real, I don't even know what's going to happen. Yeah. Look, I feel like there's coach. three coaches that are really safe or like safely better than Monty Williams. And that's Spo, Pop, and Kerr. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. That's, that's about, about it. it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Even but right now I, I might lean Monty over I mean, it's tough to dispute what Kerr's done, but I think Mo, I think Monty's is Monty's right up there in that tier. Yeah. Maybe if Philly gets rid of Rivers, like we were Speculating earlier, Monty could be a fit there. Could he get through to a guy like Joel Embiid? That would be interesting to see. I would love to see Tibbs in Philly just because Joel Embiid would be so dead come playoff time. It would be kind of funny to watch. So Tibbs to, make it the playoff Tibbs to time. Philly. Yeah. No. yeah, he would take some load management a ton. Yeah. Uh, all right, so with that being said, we kind of recap the second round of the playoffs. So we now have our Eastern Conference finals and Western Conference teams kind of finalized here. Celtics Heat, like we were just talking about. According to DraftKings, the Celtics are favored at minus 525 to win that. And the Heat are plus 400. So a lot of money uh, could be made if the Heat end up winning that series. I think 93% of the money is on the Celtics or 83% of the money. Yeah, Yeah, I saw ESPN's predictor thing and it was 7% that the Heat would win the series, I think. Like, I don't what? listen. I don't listen to that crap. That's yeah. it. The Celtics had a ninety-eight percent chance to beat the uh, Warrators in the finals last That's year. That's true. So I, I literally take that into no effect. So yeah. let's sort of predict the series and how many games it's going to go. So Peter, you want to start? What do you got? All right, we'll go seven games just because we're Celtics fans. I'll pick Celtics at seven. But uh, I mean, you have a better coach. They'll win a, a, at least two games. Like it's going to go seven regardless, and I'm going to be scared throughout the whole time. But I am going to be, if it is actually plus 400, I am going to bet on the Heat. Peter. Like, there's no way. It, it can't be that low. <laughs> it can't be that Pete. low. It is plus 400. It, was, it can't it was be today. that low, though. Like that's The Sixers were plus 600 or plus that's 500 or something. Yeah, right, they were really? crazy. Right, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's like Dave, what do you got? Um, it is. I don't see how this game doesn't go at least, or this series doesn't go at least six games. So... I'll play to the same kind of thing as Peter. I'll take the Heat in seven. I'm not coming in with my Heat in five like last year. <laughs> I'm always heat hoping five. he's going to say Heat in five. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Heat in four. No, no. I thought I was waiting for Heat in five. I'm going Celtics in six, and I'm kind of echoing what you guys said. I'd be shocked if the series was less than six games. I think the Heat are probably going to steal game two, and I think um, game five is probably going to be in Boston, tied 2-2. Um and I just think, look, the Heat might not necessarily have the roster uh, that the Celtics have, but they're going to compete hard. Uh, they're going to make their shots. Jimmy Butler, uh, we all know what he's capable of, and I think he can steal a game or two. 
But overall, I think the Celtics are just too good at this point. And I would be shocked if they ended up losing this series. I'm going to go Celtics in six. Uh, I don't want another seven game. I, my heart can't take it. I, I really, yeah. I just can't take it. But I'm going to go Celtics in six. Peter, what would Celtics in six be for uh, DraftKings if that series ended at six? Do you know? Do you have that? I don't mean we'll to put you on the spot. Up. I'm curious. Also, what what is Heat in seven? Because that's what Dave picked. So we'll have to look at that. I think the biggest hinge point in the series is uh, the Bam and Robert Williams matchup. Because last year, Bam was getting schooled by Robert Williams. So I feel like if he comes out with his hair on fire, the Heat have a much better shot at winning at least one of the first two games and probably the whole series. The Heat have to win, in my opinion. If they want to win this series, they got to steal the other game one or two. If they go down to Miami down 2-0, I think they're in trouble. Uh, I think if I'm the Heat and if I want to win this series, I think they're going to need some role players to to step up. Because I do think Jimmy Butler... We know what we're going to get from Jimmy Butler. Uh, the Heat can shoot, and I think they're going to need their role players to step up. I think that's how that's the key to this series for them. Uh, and I'm curious to see how the Celtics are going to play. The Heat don't have the size, so I wonder if the Celtics are going to play a little small. If they're going to play like a, their three-guard lineup that they've done a little bit with Brogdon, Smart, and White, uh, with Tatum and Rob Williams. They've played that lineup, and it's had some success. I could see them trying to run that lineup. So this series, in my opinion, is going to come down to the to the Heat role players if they're going to make this as difficult as possible. If the Heat role players aren't playing well, aren't making their shots, then I think it'll be a shorter series. Peter, have you All found right, it? Heat in seven is plus 1,200, and the wow. Celtics in six is plus 360. What's Celtics in seven? Celtics in seven is 360. They're all 360. Celtics 4-0, 4-1, 4-2, and 4-3. That's surprising. Interesting. Curious. I'm shocked that Celtics and four is the same as Celtics and seven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very. Uh, yeah. Curious about that. That's odd. Uh, Heat and four are plus uh, fifty five hundred to. Oh, I might take that. <laughs> <laughs> put a put a dollar down on that. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the Western Conference Finals between uh, the Denver Nuggets, who nobody watches, and the Lakers, who everybody watches. The Nuggets are minus one fifty five, and the Lakers are plus one thirty. Peter, who do you like in this series? I'm sure I know where you're going to go because that's where your uh, wallet is. Well, says. not even. I Like, the NBA is going to rig it. I, I really, really think so. If it gets to the game seven, as you said, like, Anthony Davis will be at that line like 40 times. And I'm not even joking. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Lakers at six. But I won't be surprised if it's seven. And I will die if the Lakers lose. Put that flag in there. There you go, Matt. Root, root for the Lakers. <laughs> Which Matt? Cunha? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, he always dogs me. He's like, you know, so say something bad about Matt. <laughs> That's just, leave Matt alone. No, so is it similar to how you root for the Yankees, too? Oh, yes, this, this is where it stems from. Yeah, that's exactly where it stems from. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Dylan for doing those great pictures. I, uh, I haven't seen him in three days. I haven't seen one of this, like, whole weekend. I, wonder I, know, why. I know, I know, I know. I wonder why. Ouch. Dave, what do you got in the series? As much as I'd love to see LeBron make the finals again, and as much as I think the NBA wants to see LeBron make the finals again, the Nuggets have been playing the best basketball all playoffs. I don't see them losing. Yes, Dave. How many games? I'll go six, just because Scott Foster has to be a factor in that series. You know what? 
There you go. I'm going Nuggets in seven. It would be Nuggets in six, but Scott Foster is going to screw my guy Jokic out of game six. Nuggets <laughs> in seven. Peter's going to be pissed. Jokic, Tatum in the finals. I, I, so I think Celtics, Nuggets to me. I think the Nuggets, um, look, nobody's talking about them like we said. They're hot. And I, I do think uh, they're going to the finals. I think LeBron's party is a little bit short. I think the Lakers come up just short. I'm going to go Nuggets so in seven. You're predicting the Kenneth Fareed Bowl? Yes. Yes. Let's <laughs> yes. run it. Peter, what's Nuggets in seven? Nuggets in seven is plus 290. Plus 290. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. So I'm hoping that. And Dave, before we kind of uh, switch did gears, did Farid ever play for the Celtics? He did not. But I, oh, I, I was a fan. I was it's not the Farid Bull. I was a fan of the mammal. Of the mammal. Um, do you remember that ESPN survey that came out like ten years ago that said Kenneth Reed, Kenneth Freed was more noticeable than Mike Trout? Anyone remember that? <laughs> I it's remember so true, that, though. Yeah. So true. Seriously, those Nuggets team were fun back in the day. Yeah, him, Jameer Nelson. Jeff Green, I think, Smith. played there. They had Mello. I, I used to like Smith. the old. I used to like the old Nuggets jerseys, like the like the baby blue, and the yellow. Yeah, I yep. used to like that a lot. Those were clean to me. So, Dave, we have a thing at the last. Oh, hang on, actually, before we get to that, Peter, are you going to do Dave's questions this week? I can do them all. You don't have any. I have a couple. No, I have a couple. Yeah, so yeah. We can... All right. Back so, Dave, I, hold I on for a at second. At least one will be Trey Lance. No, it's not about football. No, you, you, no you, not you'll football. Ha, you'll, you'll have to wait. You'll have to wait. But before, right. we, before we get to that, Peter, NBA draft lottery is on Tuesday. Who gets the first overall pick? All right, if it's not Charlotte, because I'm rooting for Charlotte, obvious reasons, but it's going to be Detroit. They're just going to load them up. 14%. Yeah, it's kind of the dumb answer. I mean, if they want to really rig it, like do like Dallas or something, but. That'll be, be too soon. I'm going Charlotte. I think it's going to be Charlotte. I don't know. Weird well, feeling. Unless Portland. I mean, that's... Uh, where do you... Dave, who gets the first pick? Or where do you want Imagine to see Wemby on a play? how fun Wemby would be in Houston. They get, the, they get a shot. They're second that, 14%. That being said, I have San Antonio. San Antonio winning. I don't know if I want him to play in San Antonio. I mean, they I have, of course, the pedigree with the big men, but... yeah. But it would be so fun to watch him in Houston with uh, Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green and Ime and eventually James Harden. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, don't forget Harden. I, I'm going to root for Charlotte. I think that would be fun with LaMelo Ball. Yes. Yes. It would make Peter happy. I also wouldn't mind if it was like Utah that somehow wanted a 4.5%. That would be hilarious. No, then you know the, not, then you know the fix is up. What do you think yeah. the NBA wants? What do you think they want? Dallas. It's not no, but it's not going to be Dallas. There's no shot. I feel I think, like the NBA know. wants. I don't know. That's tough. I think I it would have to be San Antonio. I think so too. I think so. Too. I I can tell you who they don't want. Why? So Popovich doesn't die in the end of his career. Yeah. 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 I don't think they want Orlando. They definitely don't want Indiana. They yep. definitely don't want Washington. Mm-hmm. Houston, maybe, but like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the NBA sort of feels after they brought in like I'm. I know Ime Udoka was cleared and all that sort of thing, but I don't know if Houston the market would be there. Detroit would be kind of fun, but I feel like Portland's pretty favorable to the front office too. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, the league office, I guess. I could see that too. I'm I'm rooting for a place where the NBA would be pissed about. 
So I don't know what who who piss the most people off. It would be Orlando. Dallas because they or just Dallas. find Mark Cuban yeah, it'd be Dallas. It'd be Dallas. Yeah, that's you're right. It would be Dallas. They'd be pissed if it was Dallas. Yep. All right, Peter. So so Dave, we do this thing at the end of the show now. We do, it's five questions not about football because often we get talked too much about football. So Peter gets sick about talking about football by like week ten. Gotcha. So we kind of have in the a, off season. Yeah. yeah. The- so like I listened to the show and stuff and I knew you did the five questions, but I figured the football stuff was just in the football episodes. No, this or is like a, this the is, non-football questions, you know, this is a sacred rule that Peter gotcha. uh, has instilled. So this, the, again, you've listened to me about anything. It could be yep. about food, candy, basketball, hockey, baseball, All right. soccer. Who knows? Peter, you want to go first? Question number one. one. Number one, give me your hottest take slash your thoughts on Ryan Brazier winning. Oh, leaving your favorite fo- uh, pitcher in the whole wide world. Um, I honestly feel sad for Ryan Frazier because I feel like he's a nice dude. Come on, you're dogging him this morning. He is the worst pitcher I've ever seen. (laughs) I'd prefer Fernando Abad, who just got called up to the Rockies any day of the week. I'd prefer Pat Light. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, my my whole thing on Frazier, I'm shocked he lasted this long. About five years with the team. To me, I I thought for sure he was going to get cut in spring training. Like I was waiting for that. My guy Barnes yeah. got the the L instead, but and I love how he got cut an hour after the game. That was awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, Twitter. And I do want to I do want to give some props. Um, JP Long, who's at Red Sox stats on, or at Red Sox notes on Twitter, tweeted his stats from 2018 when he got called up to the end of the postseason. He was unreal. A 193 yeah. ERA. Yeah, he's the he reason why they made it the Well, unreal. Yeah. Just feels like it was so long ago at this yeah. point. Yeah, it, it was he's, time. He's what 35, 36? Like yeah. He's not gonna find another two miles an hour in his fastball or get crazy better at one of his pitches. Like that boat has sailed. Yep. I agree with you. All right, Peter, do you want me to do question two? Yeah. All right. Peter, all right, uh, Dave, question two. Uh rank me your le- your three least favorite candy bars. Oh, I'm going to take so much shit for this. One of my top or one of my bottom three is Reese's. Me oh, too. I'm with out. you. No, I'm get with you. Oh my I'm with God. you. I don't, I don't I'm, not, like, I'm not a peanut butter guy. Same. Yeah. Um, the other two are tough. Because I would say these two are probably lower than Reese's because like a good Reese's shape like hits sometimes, but. It's like once every or one day a year that I'll do like eat those. Um, I'll say a uh, payday, which is a caramel and peanuts, because it's just like too messy, kind of. <laughs> Get peanuts all over you, and then I I'm gonna go with take five. I don't know the last time I've ever gotten like oh, eaten a take five. Take fives are pretty good. Yeah, but I I just feel like they just aren't good i don't know i i like it I, i'm with you with the reese's peter question three so uh, i assume you're, you're in the same boat as matt you got any good travel tips i know you went to seattle you got any good travel or airport tips um or just don't no. miss your flight <laughs> no yeah okay. jet lag's been kicking my ass i guess a tip would be what my dad told me and keep on east uh east standard time if you're on the West Coast, it apparently helps a lot, but I didn't do that. So, 
Interesting. Been, it was a rough weekend. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You you did go to – so you went to the Kraken game and all that with Matt, too? No, we didn't go to the Kraken game. We were going to uh, do it the day we got there, but it's a good thing we didn't because I fell asleep before the game started. <laughs> like you just said, the, the damn, uh, the damn uh, change of times. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, Peter, what was that, question three? Yeah, yeah, that was three. That was three. Oh, what was a good one? I just had the tip of my tongue. Peter, go, and I'll do question five. Question four, how are you a Miami Heat fan? So it all started with NBA 2K5. I think they had Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal on the cover when he was on the Heat. And I liked Dwayne Wade in that game. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with this team because I didn't really like basketball at the time. So that was like my introduction to it. All right. Question five. Who wins the World Series? Who you got? Yeah, that's a tough one. I know it's far out, but my Yankees and who else? <laughs> I feel like it's bold to say the Rays because I don't think they can win a World Series. I don't think Kevin Cash has it in him. I'll probably go with my second favorite team being the Atlanta Braves. They yes, have the like best the player in baseball, in my opinion, Ronald Acuna Jr. And they just have consistent lineup, start to bottom, pitching, batting, fielding. They uh, they don't really have a huge hole. I like it. I like it. You didn't say the Padres. I was waiting for the Padres mention. No mention of the Padres. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to root for the Padres when they have Don Arcillo and Sander Bogarts. That's why the you, Red Sox. Just, you just have to embrace it because. Yeah, I do love Fernando Tatis. So. so he's got the Braves. Peter has the Yankees. No, I had the Braves. As I'm far, kidding. But... I know. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Hopefully we get some pictures of Peter in a, uh, a Yankee shirt this week. It's been too long. It's been, I think, like four or five days. So we need the Red yeah. Sox to win. Yeah, it's quite a shame. Quite a shame. It is. No, quite a shame. You know, Dylan has pictures ready and loaded to go. That I'm worried about him. It's like May. Don't like worry about him. He, he's got as long as again, as long as the Red Sox win 77 games, it'll make people very happy. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Dave. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh thanks you for you playing. Have another question. That was was that five? Oh, was that five? Peter, how many questions was that? Well, I, question I, six, Dave. How, do you not know how to count? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I gave two. How many did you give, Peter? I I'll chalk two. it I up. Gave... I'll chalk it up to the jet lag. I gave three. Yeah, geez, Dave. That's off the Dave. Better than Carr and better than Dylan. Yeah, I think the performance was a B plus performance. Yeah. Oh, sweet. B plus in the five questions. Good luck That's to massive. your Miami Heat. Uh, again. Not too much though. Not too much yeah. though. We will not communicate uh, as the series <laughs> goes on, so we'll have to communicate after. But yeah. Dave, thanks again for joining. Peter, next week we'll continue to break down the East and West uh, Conference Finals. Maybe we can get some baseball back in the mix here. We didn't talk about baseball this week, so maybe we'll get back into that. Maybe some NFL news will break, and Peter can cry because he hates the NFL. Maybe, yeah. Oh, did well. you guys talk about John Morant? Oh, yeah. We didn't, oh, that could have been a good question. All right, question seven, Dave. How many games should John Morant be suspended for? Forty. Ooh, I was gonna say thirty, so that works. Well, I was gonna say eighty-two. So, <laughs> boom. Yeah, John Morant's in some serious trouble. What an idiot. Seriously, I know. Oh, like that that Grizzly team frustrating. His PR team is like, oh my god, dude. I just quit. I just quit. Uh, and what are you gonna do? And yeah, dude, the season ended a month ago. Like, 
what are you doing? Ah, it's just a mess. Imagine being all of like the social media interns that are logged into that account right now and just constantly seeing notifications like <laughs> John Morant, Dylan Brooks, like all that shit. That's got to suck. At 2 a.m. going like, what? It's just, it's a damn shame because he's so talented of a player, but yeah, he's waste like, life. he's going to get him suspended for so long. Him and Zion were two can't miss prospects, and now they're both going to be out of the league. One because or because one can't stop playing with guns and one can't stop eating. Yep. That's sad. Shout out to RJ Barrett, who looks like a genius. Nick's picking him at third overall. True, uh, though. Yeah, but he fucking sucks, so. <laughs> You're right, that draft class. Yeah, but you can't guys. be. Yeah, it's true. At least he's, at least he's there. But Yeah, yep. at least Jod didn't shoot one for ten from, uh, from the field in a playoff game this year. That is true. That is true. But he did go farther than Jod in the playoffs. That is true. Yeah. Hit or miss, what are you going to do? John Morant stock down. But Peter, we'll catch you next week. Dave, thanks for coming on. Yeah, see you guys. Thanks for having me.